What is Truth Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Wheezy Peasy, wonderful, styling Mr. Truthy. And today we have a hip-hop-themed podcast. I am joined by the man himself, Mr. Data Hoax. What's up, my man? Hello, mate. How are you? Good to, good to be here and speak to you finally. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. We made it happen. We've been talking about making this little show happen for a while, but... We have, yeah. yeah. Certain things have popped in and out, mm-hmm. but it don't matter. Mainly, mainly me staying up all night making tunes and being too uh, brain dead to, to speak. <laughs> <laughs> My man. No, nah, man, it's it's an absolute pl- pleasure, dude. I've been pumped up, man. This is going to be a fun-ass show. And uh, cool. t- we're going to be sampling some of the music. Let, let me... I can't, it can't be a What Is Truth podcast without the shout-out, so... Let's give a let's give a couple shout outs. Old school Pete Voyager, PA, Anna, Adam De- Deveray, Nighty, YNWA, oh snakes, Joanna McQuaid, Catriona, Roscoe, Roscoe, definitely in the motherfucker house. Miss T. Roscoe P. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see, we got George O'Brien, Carly McDonald. Oh, uh, welcome to the motherfucker house, y'all. Kitty Cat, Owen Newby, Jim Sanger, Sanger. Our City, Thurston Hookery, DJ Mossy, another musical genius right there. And uh, let's see, who else we got up in here? Uh, Spacey Tracy, what's happening, y'all? Welcome to the podcast. Patty Conroy, Patty Conroy, definitely in the motherfucking house, my man. Uh, welcome, y'all. This is a hip-hop themed. We're going to be sampling some of Mr. Data Hoax's lyrical geniusy on the show tonight. And it uh, should be a fun-ass show. We're going to start off with a little bit of ASMR. Uh, uh. You hear that, Mr. Data Hoax? I did. I just did, just done the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My man, my man. So what's up, my man? Give, give us a little bit of background of who you are, what you do, and what's happening. Right. Um, Johnny P. Um, thir- I'm 40 years old. I know you said 39 then. Um, skip to year. Uh, I've been making hip hop and learning how to produce and rhyme for about 20 years, and um, it's just a non stop, it's a non stop learning process, really. It, uh, I love it. Well, it's a love hate relationship. Sometimes I love it, sometimes I hate it. Sometimes I love listening back to what I've made, and other times I um, I just don't want to hear it. You know, I've had enough because I've been making music for so long that it's, it's all spinning around my head and, and uh, I'd rather take a break. But I found, I found that if you do step back and take a break from, from whatever you're doing creatively for a while, you usually bounce back with a, with a fresh head and, and come back with some sort of new, new additions that improve it, really. Right. But, yeah... Um, what what got of, you into uh, hip hop, man? Um, I first I bought I used to go into uh, Spinner Disc, which was the local music shop in my the the ta- the big town near me, Northampton, and I'd pick up random CDs that I like the front cover of, and I'd just check them out. And I picked up KRS ones I got next back in the early nineties. Yeah, and. Uh, when I heard it, it was 
I'd never heard anything like that before, and it's exactly what I wanted to hear. Mm. And it it hyped me up. And so then I went back out, and uh, I found J. Rue, The Damages, Wrath of the Math. And that was it. I just listened to them religiously over and over, memorised all the words. And because I could... I found I was quite good at at, at spitting back the, their rhymes after I'd memorised them. And... Uh, that was it something clicked in my head and i thought right i want to i want to do this and uh, i think i could do this because I, I was always quite musical beatboxing and playing the drums at school and and to have i've got a good sense of rhythm yeah man so thought, you, well for those that are tuning in uh you guys have sampled some of data hoax's music on my intro i've got that sweet sexy r&b sound that i that i start a lot of the podcasts with and that was mixed by Mr. Data Hoax. I mean, yeah. your your beat making ability is amazing, man. It, it, it's awesome. And then you're thank you very much. Yeah, man. Thank and then you. the way you spit your bars and your lyrics, man. Uh, truly, shit. You know, awesome shit, man. One hundred percent. I appreciate uh, that. That's cool. No, man. I I mean it, man. I I'm a big fan. And shout out to Roscoe. Roscoe uh, is the one that introduced us, and you know. Yeah. Kind of paired us up, so yeah, big up Roscoe P. Hell yeah, <laughs> man, Roscoe definitely in the motherfucker house. But uh, yeah, man, I today I wanted to talk. We're, we're gonna sample some of you. What would you like to sample right now? First one off the off the bat. First track. Yeah. Uh, go random. Go random. Yeah. Play anything. Uh let's see. Let's go with a. Uh, let's go with check a flex. How's that? Yeah, cool. All right. Cool. Okay. Check a flex. This is check a flex, y'all. And uh, we'll see you guys in a couple minutes. I'm going to play check a flex for y'all right now. Okay. Feeling good? Miss, Mr. DJ, come check a flex roll. Bus train like a renegade for the core. This one you heard, don't forget what you saw. Yes, I can't shred now. Straight to your door. door. Please, Mr. DJ, check a flex roar. Must train like a renegade for the cause. Door. This what you heard, don't forget what you saw. Door. Yes, I can't trick, now I'm straight to your door. Like, Sonic sign, like, mathematic like, flow, mad hatter with the nice grammar. Smash a rhyme like a sledgehammer. Super Z, break Amazon, check her like a Bruce Banner. Frame tighter than a technician with a cool spanner. See, I'm spaced out in zero gravity like moon landers at the bar trying to rattle your cage like two pandas. Double vision like I'm filming this with two cameras. Cool the sound, true for tribal like we Zoolanders These words were spread out from the UK to the Uganda Then remixed by DJ Nucleus, the mix master Renegade rapper, nice dude, there's no drama Cracked hieroglyphic, co stacks and free karma Ill skill, hypnotizing like a snake charmer So you're rolling backwards, school, you need to break harder Computer cipher, hex frame, code to firefly Sci-fi, spitting dark matter through your Wi-Fi High tiger hurts and boom back through your hi-fi Bring it more flavor than a butcher with a prize pie Look, I smash a secret word, play up off the sideline Fresher than brushing your teeth and then doing a skydive Colorful like tie-dye, poisonous like cyanide Flush like a full house, hotter than a firefight Highly combustible like kerosene or dynamite It's the underground sound, deeper than a minor strike Decibel, the people all stand when I arrive I got a type of vibe to have Mr. DJ, come check a flex roll. Bus train like a renegade for the call. This what you heard, don't forget what you saw. Yes, I can't track, now I'm straight to your door. Please, please, Mr. DJ, check a flex roll. Bus train like a renegade for the call. This what you heard, don't forget. 
I'm straight to your door. Listen, I like to bite ears like Mike Tyson. It's quite frightening. I'm in the park of white lightning. You can't see this. I'm too cold. They short sighted. Spit a riddle sicker than a kid with bronchitis. Old school. Cut my rap teeth in the 90s. I'm shiesty. Steal your copper pipe like a pikey. Crikey. I think it might be highly likely. You the kind to take one token and pull a whitey. Piper. Rappers turn green because I'm nicer. See me in the club. I'm only out to steal your lighter. The pit viper. Of the way we live in the human condition. This the DJ Kurt Jack of Flex Raw. Us train like a renegade for the core. This what you heard, don't forget what you saw. Yes, I catch wreck, now I'm straight to your door. Please, please, this the DJ Jack of Flex Raw. Us train like a renegade for the core. This what you heard, don't forget what you saw. Yes, I catch wreck, now I'm straight to your door. Ah, so that was Check of Flex, y'all, right there. Simpsons hands if you get like that jam. Uh Mr. Data Hoax, what can you tell yep. us about that exquisite little tune there? Um I made that track uh probably about uh three months three months ago. And uh to be honest, the way I do any track, I never I never plan it. I just sit down at the computer when I'm in the mood to make a beat. Yeah. Uh, construct the beat and then I loop it for about four or five minutes then i send it to my phone and um i've got a little notepad that you can attach the the loop to yeah and then i just i just write and it sometimes it flows and sometimes it doesn't and that day it was flowing that's, yeah it's good that's good shit man you got all kinds of songs man i was listening we're gonna sample your one song uh let's see let me check which one it was i gotta look at i mean you got a huge uh, playlist uh order of the earth man that's a conspiracy based podcast and uh i definitely want to get into that but i wanted to you know just touch about the origins of hip-hop a little bit man you know when i grew up i grew up listening um a lot of the old school shit man like i grew up on tupac a lot west coast because i'm from la yeah. originally and then right. i i also like biggie smalls man that dude could spit and yeah, I, I love Biggie. Hell yeah. yeah, man. And when I listen to your style of music, man, it it reminds me of like East Coast. East Coast style right. of, of music, you know what I'm saying? Okay, it's not got that influence to yeah, it. That, like, yeah, like if, if you you know, just the way you have your, your music. So were you inspired mostly by like East Coast style of hip hop? Um, I, I'm just inspired by anything that I hear that I like, really. I never, I didn't really... I couldn't differentiate between East Coast and West Coast, really. Yeah, man. Um, but if if the beat is if it if it bangs for me, then yeah. uh, then I'm then I love it really. Biggie Smalls, Ten Crack Commandments, Wu Tang Clan, track. you know. Yeah, that yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like when I listen to your style, it it most closely resembles a, a East Coast flavor. 
if you will. Okay. You know I didn't what I'm know saying? That. So nice. That's just an outsider looking it in. I'm like, eh, well, all right, all right. So that's why I was I think, curious as to what were your influences growing up. You know what I mean? Because out here in the states, the West Coast style of music is like the Tupac's, your Snoop Dogg, uh, yeah, you know, N.W.A. That kind yeah. of style of music, man. Um, and then when you go to the East Coast, it has its own flavor. And then you even have. Uh, your style of music's like Little Wayne from down south, southeast. Yeah, and that's a whole different kind of genre. Yeah, um, it is yeah. And so it just—it's kind of regional, man. When, when you look at hip hop, it's very regional. But I started doing some research, man. As as far as like, where did hip hop come from, man? And I ran into—I uh, showed you the video, right? I—I I passed you the clip you did, of yeah. uh, uh, the Jube, Jubilaires, I believe is their name. This is a group from 1946. So we're going to talk a little bit of hip-hop history with y'all. Uh, but the Jubilaires, um, I'm going to play the video for them, for you guys. 1946, and uh, this song is called Noah. And I'm going to play it for you now. And this is about two and a half minutes, so uh, we'll be touching base with you after this music here, y'all. So give me about two minutes. And uh, we'll be back, but I, I want you guys to enjoy the hell out of this shit. This is fucking classic. <laughs> this is awesome. All right, y'all. Well, it's over and And they clapped that time, there wouldn't be no more. But it's over, 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 over,
talking about y'all holy shit yeah that's that's hip-hop his history right there you know i was trying to find out when the first hip-hop songs came out and it kept coming up to you know the jubilaires and that jam was back in uh in the ni- 1946 man 46, what what, what are you yeah. what are your thoughts about that my brother um you can hear you can hear when you're listening to it it's the first time that they've crossed over and started to speak rhythmically oh, rather than oh, oh, oh damn yeah it's, uh, <laughs> gospel gospel hip-hop lyric crossover you can hear it coming can't you yeah man it's it you know i was thinking about that because i love thinking about you know history and and going back to a lot of stuff and my mindset is like these cats were spitting bars in 1946. Yeah, S- slavery ended in the late 1860s out here in the United States. So it's very possible that these cats jamming, you know, spitting these bars uh, were the sons, maybe at the most, the grandsons of former American slaves. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So maybe if we go back further enough. Maybe hip hop has its foundations during times of slavery. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think it. I think it does. I think it goes right back and um, to the point where, um, yeah, basically, basically, it's it all stems from that. The the, the old songs, the old slavery songs, um, and uh, the root is definitely directly from from there. Music yeah. of Black Origin for sure. Um, uh yeah it is uh these days it's more just people telling their own story really isn't it no and and that's what i i like man i i enjoy the watching the evolution you know what i mean and and how these are the pioneers man you know these cats right here and 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 their forefathers and and that's the pioneer of hip-hop but then to see i i would love to go back in time and and just pick their minds how do what their thoughts are and how hip-hop the evolution of hip hop, because, uh, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they'll be too happy about some of the <laughs> they stuff. They might not be coming out. <laughs> you never know. Maybe they'll be like, all right, they're doing their own thing, you know. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, it's cool, man, because you got, you know, you're doing your own thing in the UK, and you're representing yeah. the UK, you know, hip hop scene, man. You, the the music that you're putting together, uh, you know, the lyrics, man. If you really pay attention to what you're trying to say. You got some banging ass music, man, and uh, nice one, thank you. Well constructed, um, yes, man. So, some of it, some of it is just waffle. Some of some of it is just, it's, some of it is just word placement. To because for me, the the most enjoyable part is is the word placement flow, the flow of it. So yeah. sometimes sometimes it's word content that matters, and sometimes it's just the way it r- rolls off the tongue to the beat in between the the, the drums, and. Um, yeah, I found recently. I th- I was thinking I've got too many tracks that are like, yeah, yeah, I'm data hopes, you know, you know, bigging myself up and saying I'm the bad man in that. And that I thought this this tune that I made last night, the track that you're gonna play uh, whenever you play it, is a bit deeper. I thought. I'll what song some... is it? That is uh, Order of the Earth. Oh shit! Let's play that, bro. Uh, <laughs> let's play that because. That was one of my favorite ones, man. I was sampling your, your 
dude, your whole portfolio is, is amazing, man. So definitely check out my Thank man. Uh, datahoax.com is where you want people to go, right? Uh, yeah, datahoax.com would be good. Drop, or... drop your links, man, right now. Uh, it's on the uh, description, y'all, too, but go ahead and drop them right now. Also, there's Facebook at datahoax.rap.uk. Okay. Um, and, and then you yes. you got an Instagram, right? Or I have. That's at datahoax.uk.hiphop. All right. Let's play the order of the earth, and let's talk about it when we come back. Pay attention okay. to the lyrics, y'all. If you guys are into conspiracies, pay attention to the lyrics. Hear my man break it down. Uh, the song is about three minutes and 14. We'll be back then. All right, y'all. Yeah. yeah, it's the order of the earth. Yo, yo, check, check. It's the order of the earth. The feathers of a peacock yeah. Fallen angels from the Bible Scriptures of Enoch DNA uh. blueprint of the flower in the seed pod Essences of life what? and the promise to a free god Pastels and pictures yeah. Positivity and addictions Level 23 science fiction Newfound traditions of fake news that flood Social media to cause friction Yet you still listen CERN physicists hunting for the Higgs boson Tribes that yeah. have prophesized planets what? like the Dogon Alien uh. invasions, ghost ghouls and muons Synthetic pesticides Food that you chew on, opals and hematite, carbon based life form, calculations of a non prime 754, fixtures and fittings, photographs and apertures, mind games, evil cult leaders and massacres, people on the detox, people on their soapbox, preachers at the pulpit, parrots in the treetops. <laughs> Cyclops, snakehead medusas, artificially intelligent cybercomputers, transducers, kryptonite from Lex Luthor, decipher messages in code from the future, poetry in motion, poppies and opium, orphans in group homes, nobody could cope with them, animals in cages with onlookers poking them, messages in bottles with no one to open them, small amounts of cash distributed out per capita, old man sitting in the corner with a catheter, supermassive black holes, binary spectacular, souls all contained within a body just a passenger megalithic prehistoric the catastrophic the catatonic the rappers mad on it the supersonic the jogger drinking probiotic the prefrontal cortex vision and the optics the synaptic the cybernetic the didactic the famous footballer trying to score a hat trick the boom bastic yo the amateur dramatics the crisis of the ocean brim full of plastic the left and the right wing the greens and the center the ebb and the flow the pupil and the mentor the end of the birth the lens and its curve, the first rendition of a trend as it served. Yeah. Ashes to ashes and dust back to dirt. This is the essence of the order of the earth.
that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Simpsons hands for that goddamn jam. <laughs> My man, so what was the inspiration behind that track right there? Um, I knew I was coming on the podcast, and I thought I'd do something a little bit more thought about, um, just rather than the old big yourself up waffle. Um, I thought I'd, uh, yeah, just say say something that just had a bit more scope to it and a bit more meaning, really. Yeah. Mm. So come on, my man. You you into conspiracies? What kind of conspiracies you into? Yeah, I've for years I've been. I've got bipolar type one, so right. I um. So when I have ever got into conspiracies and gone down rabbit holes. I have sometimes spiraled too far and ended up in lunatic asylums, oh, sectioned off, shout, shouting about uh, the things I think I've, I've cracked and, and sussed out. But um, yeah, definitely uh, Freemasonry, Illuminati, that sort of... Uh, Are you, you, you into the lizard peoples? Uh, I don't know. Is that too far? <laughs> hey, I don't know. hey, I'm not gonna judge. I don't believe in that stuff. You know, I don't go. I, I try to yeah. stick, but I'm not gonna cast judgment either, man. If that's your thing, that's your thing. You know what I'm saying? No, that's that might that might be a little bit too far for me. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. I'm, dude, I got people that follow, and and some of them even believe in flat Earths and stuff like yeah. that. And, and yeah, and I mean, I I don't believe in that shit. But if you do, if no. that's your thing, man, that's your thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But the thing I've found with my bipolar is is if I want if I attach myself to an idea and start researching it and 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 thinking I've worked things out, my brain can sort of glitch and then I become obsessed by it and yeah. and then start trying to tell everyone I've sussed it, I've cracked it, this is what's happening, and then like you need to go back in the <laughs> back in the loony bin for a bit. But, um, the the thing uh, with conspiracies, though, man, like that's been somewhat of a mo, you know, a method of operation uh, for yeah. intelligence services. Uh, you know, uh, when the JFK assassination happened, yeah, and people started questioning the entire JFK assassination, the CIA dropped out dropped off um operation mockingbird all right you ever hear of uh operation mockingbird i've heard of it i don't you'll have to okay in operation mockingbird it was pretty much the cia and this is declassified information so anyone trying to say oh this is just a conspiracy theory no mother effa this <laughs> is not a conspiracy theory this is conspiracy fact this and verified it and admitted uh, by the government, Operation Mockingbird. So anyone out there thinking that conspiracies are all horseshit and bullshit, look up Operation Mockingbird and try to try to spin that shit. But in Operation Mockingbird, uh, the government was infiltrating uh, the news agencies. Uh, so they were fucking around with news anchors, um, all that shit to spin the JFK assassination, man. And, right, uh, spreading this spreading disinformation. disinformation bro and yeah. one of the things that they did was they coined the term conspiracy theorist meaning anyone anyone that had any kind of questions regarding the official narrative of the jfk assassination it was okay to call them a conspiracy theorist and the whole right. main objective to it was to 
paint them as some fucking looney tune, as some crazy, and and easily dismiss them. And yeah, so yeah. anytime you question the official narrative, you get called a conspiracy theorist. And people and immediately put in a box. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. People want to shut you down. And a lot of people shut off. And I know from experience, when I used to believe in official narratives, anytime someone started talking about some conspiracy theory, quote unquote, my brain was shut off. And I would want to yeah. ignore it. I didn't want to hear no more. And I didn't want to be rude, but I would look at that person in the eyes. But even though I was making eye contact with that person, my brain was somewhere the fuck else. Because yeah. I had been told that conspiracies, every single conspiracy was bullshit. There was no such thing as conspiracies. And so uh, that's how I looked at it. But yeah, man. the Yeah, well, J- well JFK, but just before he got sas- assassinated, I believe, he did a speech about secret societies, didn't he? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what he one did. He did a public most... speech saying um, that he need- they needed eradicating, basically. And then, boom. Yeah, 100%, bro. You know you know your shit. Yeah, it's, uh, <sighs> um, you know, there's been arguments back and forth whether whether JFK was truly an outsider or maybe he was just another puppet that didn't fully go on board. It's hard to tell, man, but there, because, you know, he was messing with the mob as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, man. And, and that's the thing. There's people... When it comes to conspiracies, there's people that say, oh, I know exactly why this is happening. And when people in the conspiracy world, in my head, when they start telling me, oh, I know exactly what happened here, I kind of dismiss them too, man, because um, the, you know, the JFK assassination, for example, happened 70 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to this fucking day, we don't know exactly what happened. We have strong hunches of who was involved. And, you know, we can say almost with 100% certainty that there was more than one fucking shooter. And, yeah. But we don't know for a fact the 100% truth of that day. And that was 70 years ago. So yeah, that's when, it. There's a lot of space in between yeah, then and now. That's why first. when someone tells me, oh, I know for a fact what happened. This is what happened. Bro. I don't know, man. I, you you gotta. I, I'm cool with conspiracy. I I love that shit. But you yeah, gotta. But that's. What's up? Sorry, that's that's the issue with them is that there's so many avenues that you can go down yeah. with each one. And and like like me in the past, if if you latch onto an idea, it's like all, it's like almost a human instinct to want to crack the secret code and work out what's really going on and tell everyone else sort of thing, and, and you know expose stuff. But um, you're right. There's just it's no one can say with with a lot of these events what exactly happened. It's 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 there's too much space and time in between them, and there's too many ideas and rabbit holes and paths gone down, isn't there? There is, man. There and and I think that's part of the the design. This misinformation out. I mean, yeah. We. I don't know how much you've looked into what I've been doing, man, but trying to uncover conspiracies with within other conspiracies and, and all these other characters man and yeah. w- one of the biggest tools that they've been engaging is just these uh disinformation tactics man spreading bullshit and yeah. all kinds of bullshit man uh, to see hope and and pray that it sticks 
to, mur- to murky the waters. Murky the waters, muddy the waters. Mur- yeah. the waters and, that's and that's a tactic in itself. And, and it works. It works. Yeah, it does. And, and the thing is, man, I think that kind of shit, it's a, it's a tried and, and proved method. You know what I'm See, saying? See, the, the the one that really gets me is aliens. I want to. I want them to be real. I want them to just be, say it, bro. I want to believe. <laughs> I want. I want them to be scanning us and waiting until we're clever enough not to be annihilating ourselves yeah. and to be pop- popping down to to say hello. But um, what what do you know about CERN, man? Anytime I bring um, up aliens, the live chat always be talking about CERN and whatnot. Yeah. I, what what do you I know mean, about CERN? God damn it. My, my dad's a physicist, right? He's a very, very clever man. He's got a PhD. Yeah. And uh, he... Um, I can't see... I, c- I can understand where people are saying it might open a porthole to um, another dimension that brings things in. You know what I mean? Like demons or whatever. Yeah. But um, I I myself think artificial intelligence is, is the one to look at for that kind of thing. Because if you give um, uh, a machine the power to learn at the speed of light and access to the complete knowledge database of the whole entire world wide web. Um, it's going to become its own entity within, you know, super fast time. And, and really you don't know whether that's gonna, (laughs) gonna see if you think you don't know whether that's gonna decide if you're worth keeping or not, if you know what I mean? So it could be, it could come out against us. I mean, they they program everything to, to to do what they want specifically. Like you don't get much out of Siri, do you? Or um, uh, what's the other one on Google? Fucking uh, Alexa. Yeah, they're they're pretty much they're pretty much built to sell sell you things and and get you to sign Dude, up. Dude, they fu- that shit's spying on you, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, even even yeah. with a what the hell's his name uh, Snowden. Yeah, Edward Snowden. Yeah. Edward Snowden were pretty much admitted that shit. You know, like, hey man, oh, the, yeah. the government's spying on your ass, and people still be getting them Alexas and and series. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what makes me laugh about my bipolar. Is when the first time I got sectioned, I got sectioned because I was obsessed with thinking there was hidden cameras in my house and and video surveillance in my um smoke detectors and stuff like that and i take them all to bits and make a mess everywhere and someone would pop in and go right he's, he's nuts we better cut him off but and and like 80 percent of the people who go in the loony bins were like that they were all they're all going yeah yeah i've spotted there's a bug there there's a surveillance there now it's we're we're surveyed everywhere we go it's the phone i, I mean i went on google um, to check what audio recordings they'd got of me, because you can go to a specific page on the go- on the Google platform yeah. and, uh, and check the audio. And that, there was just reams of bits of audio, driving in my car, chatting to people in the house, just because when you open an app, if it's an app that you've given permission to turn on and record you, it does it automatically when you open the app. And then it sometimes the with the third party small print that you don't read when you agree to these apps and stuff, they, um, th- when they start recording, they don't stop for 10 minutes. So you've shut the app and it's still recording. And yeah, I found loads of shocking, shocking amounts of audio that it, uh, that it taken to me. That's crazy, so, man. That yes. is wild. Dude. What? So since you're a hip hop, um, you know, music 
enthusiast and and producer maker whatever you you want to yeah. call it how do you feel about the U- UK's censorship uh laws and regulations as an artist yourself you know what i'm saying how do you view them what what do you think well, about it i'm pretty much under the radar so i don't get censored you know i don't experience a lot of it first hand myself yeah um in terms of what you mean in terms of if if you if you're becoming sort of well known what what you can and can't say what do you, uh, i'm sorry say that again do you mean, in terms of censorship, what do you mean in terms of what you can well, and can't say? I don't know if you've been paying attention to my boy BH, you know. He yeah, had, he uh, had like right. a fucking SWAT team for malicious communications, which apparently is a law in the UK. And, and people, there's people that have justified it. We're like, uh, well, it's been a law here in the UK for such a long time. Just because something is a fucking law does not make it moral. At one point in time, owning slaves, owning human people as fucking slaves was the law of the fucking land. So don't fucking tell me, don't be telling me just because something is fucking law, it's the right thing to do. So this whole mouth of malicious communications, in my opinion, as an outsider looking in, is 100% bullshit, dude. Fuck that shit. Fuck that UK law, man. I don't care if I offend anyone, but that UK law is backwards-ass <laughs> fucking thinking, man. Anyone in favor of malicious communication can suck my balls. There you I don't go. Give a fuck, <laughs> fuck that shit. Fuck yeah. that stupid-ass law. Oh no, I'm 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 down with free freedom of speech, man. I I, I think you should be able to, within reason, say uh, you know. Anything, anything you like. Your but even own view. when, as you say, within reason, that's the yeah. problem. I think that's when we start walking into these uh, slippery slopes, brother. Because once you say within reason, who is that person that's determining, true. determining what is reasoning? within reason or not? Because what I may view as within reason could be completely out of bounds for. The next person, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. why not just let it all go, bro? Um, even yeah. if it's crazy, well, even if it's as hateful as it could be, if you think it's absolute bullshit, in my opinion, you should be able to battle these bad ideas with good ideas. I, think, I think you're right. I think um, speech shouldn't be regulated. I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be censored. Really, I think you've um, you've tweaked my mind on that a little bit. It's um, yeah. So if there's people out there who want to spout off a load of hate and and stuff like that, just ignorant the, bullshit. The, just ignore the, the, them and, and fight those yeah. terrible ideas with good ideas. Present a better argument, but don't yeah. fucking cry. Oh, they need to be taken off because once they get taken off, they're gonna come for your ass next. Yeah, and this is what it. they it's, don't understand. I had a situation, bro. I'm not gonna go too much into detail, but I had this fucking goofy ass old creepy person, fucking yeah. Ronald McDonald's lost cousin or some shit, <laughs> talking all kinds of shit about me, racist shit. Right. And this motherfucker has been quiet. I wonder why. So. The point of, of the matter is, I wanted to make a fucking point. This person had been talking so much shit about me. And I go, 
and, and been playing fucking dirty. And I go, you want to fucking play those games? I'll fucking play those games right back at you. And let's see. Let's see if you are in favor of these laws that you want to push on and force other people to comply with. And right, yeah. you see what I'm saying? It's not that I yeah. wanted to go there, but you want to fucking play dirty? I'll fucking play dirty, man. Because uh, these laws, these antiquated, backwards-ass ways of thinking. And, and the funny thing is, a lot of these people that, that want to, quote-unquote, want to act like they're, quote-unquote, progressives. Bullshit. You ain't progressive for thinking that way. That's backwards-ass shit, man. That's North Korea, backwards-ass um Radical Islamist countries type of thinking right there. Yeah, Censorship. Well, I've, Fuck that I've shit. Had a, I've had a few friends who've, who've um, been blocked on Facebook um, for, for a little while for saying things that I didn't think were, you know, they weren't, that's the problem is Silicon Valley and Apple and Google and, Google and that are, um, they're, they're draconian. They're, they're locking down so much and they've got artificial intelligent bots trawling the internet to see what they think is acceptable or not that's programmed into it but you can't language is so sort of uh, malleable and you know complex that you can't have an automated robot deciding whether this this person should be it's banned so for stupid man the algorithm i i had an issue on my facebook group i'm gonna put a link to the facebook group i'm gonna open it up i haven't advertised it in a live stream in months, literally months, tonight's the first night I'm advertising it again. Um, in order to join, answer all the questions. But you have to have a legitimate Facebook account. Uh, if your account was made like fucking three days ago or, or a few months ago, you will not get admitted. I'm sorry. Uh, we, had, we had this fucking lunatic fucking a lot of shit up. A couple of lunatics possibly. Uh, one for sure but we had an incident a few days ago dude in that pa uh, facebook group where shout out to my boy albu grath from australia he made the comment bro that this clown sounded like fat bastard from fucking austin powers right yeah and i got a, a facebook notification saying this comment goes against our community guidelines Please yeah. watch your group or it will be in danger of getting removed. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? What yeah, is wrong the... with that comment where you can't yeah, even that... quote a That's fucking I mean. movie from Austin a... Powers? That... What kind of yeah. fucking backwards ass shit thinking is that, dude? Well, that's what I mean. That would have been one of these um, bot things that has just seen the words fat bastard and just and assumed that it's someone calling someone else it, you know what I mean? So that's where they've got it all wrong and it's not working. And it, it's, yeah, it's, it's no good really, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a fucking joke, bro. Sorry, man. I'm, I get on my high horse when I, <laughs> there's certain no, things cool. that fucking, you know, hashtag trigger my ass. Uh, but freedom of speech is one of them, man. Like, you know, every now and then I get some knucklehead saying, Oh, Oh, truthy blocks people. Truthy bans people, man. You can talk shit, but, I, I do have a limit because I am human at the end of the day. If you yeah. want to talk shit 100% of the time, I'll let you throw in a few jabs. Fuck yeah, go ahead, throw them. But I'm going to ban your ass if it's 100% of the time. If it's yeah, like, if, it's if, if you mix it in with a healthy... Your flow. Yeah, man. If, Sorry, you, yeah. if you mix it in with like a healthy diet of a little bit of a, 
talking shit here, a little bit of uh, introspective comments here, and, you know, finish off your diet, round off your diet with some positive shit. Fuck it, man. Let's fucking do this. But if it's you just made that account three days ago to talk shit, get the fuck out of here, man. I don't give a fuck. You know? Yeah. And if you want to spew your shit, make your own channel. Talk your shit. And uh, it, that's freedom of speech, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you think my platform is bullshit, um, by having someone like yourself or 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 BH or any any anyone I want to put on on the show, then criticize it by making your own damn YouTube channel. Exactly. But yeah. don't be fucking do, pushing do to get a channel removed because your feelings are hurt. That is absolute fucking horseshit, bro. There's too many people doing that sort of thing. There is too many people out there. Cancel who, culture, uh, man. Cancel culture. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> Anyone in favor of that cancel culture can suck my chicken skin balls. I'll say that again. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And that, you put that on one of your tracks, my man. Use that. I'll sample that. Chicken I'll sample skin that balls up. right there. You know yeah. what? Let's play. Let's sample. <laughs> let's sample yeah. some of your music. What track you want me to feature next, my brother? Um, I tell you what, it'd be cool if you could play. And I've got, a, I've got to um, drop a bit of a big up to him. I've got um, a fellow MC called Crisis the Nicest from okay. uh, Michigan, and he's flat out one of the most talented rappers I've ever had the the, the experience to work with. He's brilliant. Um, Blue and, and yellow. Yeah, this track's called Blue and Yellow. Yeah, and oh. it's Crisis the Nicest. He's on Facebook um and he's on spotify and stuff um and yeah he's some real talent he's he's up first on the first verse of this track blue and yellow blue and yellow you say his name is what crisis the nicest crisis the nicest copy yeah. that all right yo enjoy this tune right here it's about four minutes long we'll see you on the flip side that is playing now Damn raw to break it on To fake some bras, this is war And I'm Genghis Khan You may have thought you had a chance You were wrong, fam Crisis on the track I kinda snap like a bra strap I'm really on that I ain't gotta lie a bit And I'ma stay sick like I don't believe in scientists We rhyme and I am climbing up higher Than any skyscraper Every verse hit the word stick Like some flypaper These other rappers acting fancy As a wine taster in the videos But what they spitting though Is mind eraser We straight annihilators Melting this rap Our brain cells phrase hell Could make Heaven collapse, I'm telling you, man. You don't wanna mess with us, man. We stay colder than December when the weather is bad. They jealous, in fact. I can see them sweating the back. We stay dope and wrap tight like an evidence bag. They dead in a casket in seconds. This competitive rap. My presence enhances the track. We ain't never been whack. In fact, you better get back. Attack whenever I'm mad. Only friends you're gonna have will be the medical staff. I'm saying I switch flows like a brand new catheter. Square with one mic, I can smash two challengers. Special with the words, yeah, you hear the Verbal massacre, crisis got the drive in. Here the passengers, look, I never don't kill it. I'm hella dope with it. Perfected those setting hoes to methadone clinics. They clever, no gimmicks. Ain't never gon' finish. The devil won't get on heavenly, but flow wicked. Yo, there's no limit. So vicious, the tracks get beaten blue and yellow. Like a Michigan hat. I should get patted on the back, but I'm unfed. I've had it with this crap, goddamn. Yo, I know soon it'll change. I control my own fate like the moon with the waves. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Check it out, yo, yeah, yeah. Let me come through and break it down for you people. Crisis and nitis and data pure evil. And I'm sharper than a box full of blades of four needles. The core reason that we maintain is you'll need us. Through four seasons, we're bringing it raw like Adidas. The more we drop, the more of you people become believers. And yeah, I spit it cold like until the floor freezes. Symphony rappers melting like the cheese on your pizzas. Huh? Jesus, I'm calculating flow like a thesis. Nicer than a summer's day, walking cool breezes. You'll need this. Here's some cutlery for you to eat with. With flavor all day, yo, it will never be defeated. I've been run tracks straight to the point like a thumbtack. Take, take it to the bridge like James Brown and bring the funk back. It's true that data holds a boss. Here's a fun fact. We make hits. Other rappers try and make a comeback. Rhyme radiation, but I'm stuck up in a sun trap. The fact of the matter is we here to steal your hubcaps. You better believe it. We're seen in the magazine. It's gleaming. Take it or leave it. We're tearing off the damn ceiling when we come through. Tent up the riddle, King Kung Fu. This one, the microphone check. One, two. One, two, one, two, one, two. those rounds my man hell yeah 100 <laughs> percent. again check my man out data hoax uk rap uh and on that track you you featured my man what was the name again crisis crisis and isis yeah crisis and isis yeah so 100 percent. um all there all the information is right there on the description y'all so hit him up datahoax.com is the site to be for my man and he you made my my intro jingle, man. I did, yep. May, may, yeah. may, may need to ask you for, for a secondary, man, so I can mix it up every now and then. <laughs> no problem. I I'll love your shit, bro. So I can't thank you enough, man. I I, I truly love that. We have another... Um, my man DJ Mossy is in the live chat right now. I don't know if you heard some of the, the mixes that he's made. And uh, I haven't, but I will check them oh, out now. Bro, DJ Mossy in the motherfucking house. He's been, uh, we've been giving him a lot, of, a lot of uh, audio from certain characters, and he'll right. fucking mix his, their, uh, their, <laughs> their voices with some banging ass beats, man. Cool. So DJ yeah. Mossy, hey, you know, he was up in there, uh, excited for this kind of podcast as well, man. So he's a DJ himself. So much love to I my man right there. I'll definitely be checking that out. Dude, check it out, bro. He's a he's a he's a wizard, man, when it comes to like I'll just give him audio, bro, like Sean Atwood audio. Bam. <laughs> Make me a fucking banging ass beat with this yeah. Sean Atwood uh audio and he fucking Dude, in a few hours, just like you, bro, when I asked you for my intro beat, I go, dude, make me an intro beat. You made me an intro beat and I almost felt like a, a bitch. I was like, uh man, <laughs> you and I told you, dude. I, I love R and B. I lo I love that soul, man. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I made the first. I made the first attempt, and you said it's a bit. It's not really my kind of thing. But that's what I want. I want honesty. There's no point in going. Yeah, I'm completely happy if you're not. You know. What but I, mean? I feel like a dick, bro. I I did, man. Cause no, you're, you're doing me a favor, and I'm being a. I feel like being a little picky asshole. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't, you, I don't like like. If you hadn't have, uh, if you hadn't have explained exactly what you wanted differently to what i've done then we wouldn't have come up with the one you've got now so yeah no i fucking love it bro i even want to put put a little bit of my my voice in the r&b vocals oh get, get, get could, that I podcast that. juices cut, flowing <laughs> cut, cut up some some samples and you do know that. what i'm saying oh uh. yeah 
Yeah, Hell so. yeah, brother. But uh, man, back to shit, man. I, I you know, a lot of the fan base, you know, they're gonna they're gonna enjoy your your stuff. But I wanted to get to know my man as the person. I mean, you did talk about a little bit of, of your experience with bipolar. Uh, yeah. You still battle through that? What's the deal with that, my man? If you don't uh, mind. Yeah, yeah, I do. Now and again, it it kind of it's weird. It kind of rears its head every four or five years. So the first time I got sectioned, um, I was living in London. I was doing a sound engineering course in Islington to learn how to record and produce music. And I was also so Monday to Friday, I was a gardener for. Um, actually some famous people I, I moved to london i applied for a job at this landscape gardening company and the day i got there he basically we had a chat for a while he showed me a few jobs and he said right you've got the job this is where you'll be working and it was um in Hampstead, and it was a gated um it was an old an old hospital that had been converted into luxury flats and baby spice lived up there and sporty spice next door and janola oh, from football okay okay and so i was i was thrown if in you want to little... be my lover you got to get with yeah, my friends so, <laughs> so i was i was thrown in, in into a completely different world because i'm from a little town called toaster um in it's actually pronounced toaster but that sounds weird it sounds like it should be toaster to so so because it sounds like toaster you got to go with toes sister so sister, yeah. Come on, that's man. The that's the Latin. What the fuck is going that's on the over there in the goddamn UK, man? <laughs> and then so to go to to move straight to London to sort a new flat out to yeah. start this um, sound engineering course on the weekends and then Monday to Friday to do this garden and, and see famous people knocking about was a very, a very, a massive change in my life. Yeah. And obviously I was hyped because I was in a music studio learning learning what I wanted to do on the weekends, um, and yeah the the job was going well but um i've also um been a weed smoker on and off for a long time and um i my weed smoking capacity kept going up and up and up while i was up there i was i was overexcited smoking more out and about you know and it was i think the first time i lost it was was weed psychosis but what it did cuz my mum's got um bipolar I think it's partly hereditary and partly um, triggered by that the weed psychosis, um, and I I ended up coming back from. What is weed from, psychosis, bro? For those that don't it's, know, weed psychosis. If you if you change smoke, if you if you if you're the type of person who is susceptible to it, if you smoke too much weed, you're going to start to lose the plot, it, either anxiety wise or um, delusions of grandeur you know sort of thinking you're self-important like messiah or something it it's oh, it's shit. a thing it yeah it's uh there are some people out there who can smoke as much weed as they want and just stay hazy just like uncle some... snoop bro <laughs> yeah and then there are some people who are more susceptible to to their brains popping out the top and going so somewhere you, else you say you went through a little bit of that weed psychosis yeah, big so, time. I, dude, um, if you don't mind, wh when you thought you were like the baddest thing in the planet, what were you thinking exactly? Like with the I, weed cycle? I actually, uh, I actually ended up. I can remember one day I walked down. You do random things when you lose the plot, man. Okay. Uh, strange, crazy things, and part of it, part of me likes it because it's an experience. I, 
I would never have had if I was being normal. <laughs> so I, f I found myself one day walking down a really posh street in London. I had a few quid in my bank and I um, went into a pen shop. I thought I'm going to buy the most expensive fountain pen in the shop to write the best lyrics in the world because I'm like, you know, and I've got a message to put out to the people. And I, I basically had a mini delusion of grandeur. I, 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 th I th it was like a mini messiah complex thinking that because I, because I'd come from a small town where nothing was going on and then all of a sudden saying hello to baby spice and all that lot during the day and then the music studio uh, it made something in my head trigger that made me think there was something more important going on with me than other people if you know what i mean yeah. it's uh like almost the, the ego inflated itself to a bigger bubble than it should have been mm. and um but it ended up in chaos i ended up um so i, I spent 250 quid on this fountain pen gold plated yeah. um, dude then, i'm going to ask you a stupid question man uh, and i'm sorry man i'm just you know so right. i can go along with what you're saying what the fuck is a quid man to me pounds quid. and quid pa i thought it it's 1 pound sterling english coin okay <laughs> so 1 pound is kind of the equivalent of a dollar right a l maybe worth a little bit more but in essence yeah. what a dollar is right yeah. So what yeah, the fuck would you it, compare a quid to? A quid is a quid is a pound. So a quid is is a, is like a dollar. It's just a nickname. Okay. So, so what the fuck is a pound then? A pound is the correct name. <laughs> it's a pound. Fuck, coin. man. So you guys use two <laughs> fucking things. That's what's fucking with my brain, man. They're gonna section my ass because you guys play these fucking games. Well, we've got all, yeah, we've got all sorts of names. <laughs> stuff, I think, think five hundred. I'm like five hundred quid's called a monkey. Yeah, man. Oh, what? Yeah, five hundred quid is a monkey. Yeah, why don't um, you just call it fucking a squid octopus? <laughs> yeah. An octopus would have been better because quid sounds like squid. <laughs> it don't make no fucking sense, man. You're well, gonna call enough, this amount x amount of fucking quids <laughs> fucking monkeys? Yeah, yeah. fuck that um, shit, man. Back 20, 20, Twenty pounds is a score in some places. <laughs> what? Wait, yeah, we've got what man come on just keep it simple yeah you say keep it simple but wait till cryptocurrency comes in and then everything's going to be called like twang coin god and, damn and, it man you know. <laughs> how do you say 20 again a gang uh uh no 20 was a score is it a score or is it 100 i can't remember now it's all so it's so oh. yeah so if you go okay let me let me get you right if I go to a brothel in the UK, yeah, and I go, I want this service for a score. Is that gonna yeah. throw that person off? I think you'd probably be able <laughs> to keep, keep it to the quiz. <laughs> in some places, things are put something. I'm some, just kidding. Places, that was a hypo <laughs> hypothetical, bro. <laughs> keep it to the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. no, bro, that is. God damn it. I guess now I'm starting to understand. I'm starting to understand where this fucking UK freedom of speech is coming in, man. A lot of this shit is backwards. What the fuck, bro? You're going to call shit a score? You're going to call the same thing fucking two different names? A quid yeah, and well, fucking I mean, we've pounds? Got, um, we've got loads of dialects here. If you go to um, London, a lot of people are... Um, it's, it's kind of like semi-Africans, so it's... It's, there's loads of different slangs for different areas. Then you've got the farmers sound like that, and all right, my duck, and all this lot. And 
like the posh people, the well-to-do, and you got loads, loads of different dialects, really, yeah. and different slangs going on. Yeah, no, some of the younger, <laughs> I, I hear some of the, some of the, some of the younger kids coming up and they've got new words for everything i I don't know where i am with it (laughs) you're good bro i just god that's like hurting my brain man i might yeah it's this kind of shit that inspires music though (laughs) yeah yeah you might you might have um, to uh you might have to drop a little fucking beat man on 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 your experience on the what is true podcast bro hey i saw your little clip man on on they played your jams on bbc radio is that true yeah, I um, there's a there's a there's a DJ on BBC Radio introducing a show called Lal Muttuk, and he um, was a big fan of my music, um, and he's a good friend, and he would play my stuff pretty regularly. I've I've been on the show while he while he was presenting it, I was pretty much on the show every week, um, and uh, yeah, he gave me a lot of opportunity. I went in for an interview with them. They did a sort of date hoax special. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I got a lot of airplay from him, and I'm really grateful for that. It was, and then I um, turned out I won, I think I co-won Musician of the Year. I think oh. I didn't find out didn't find out till about that. six months later. But um, yeah, so they did me well. BBC Northants introducing show um, have done a lot of good for me, really. Fuck in yeah, terms, bro. let's, let's play. put in another beat, man. Uh, what what song you want me to play next, my man? And we'll fucking we got, we'll jam that shit out. Bob your motherfucking heads to this I tell you shit, what, my man. Super. This is probably my favorite track that I've done in a long time, really. I uh, did it about six months ago. It's called Superposition. All right. Introduce this beat, bro. Superposition. What inspired you? And uh, and, and what's up with it? I just I sat down. I started to make a beat. And the double bass. Um, I love the double bass in it. I love the beat so much that the words just flowed without me having to think about writing. Do you play all the instruments? No, a lot of it samples. I can play the drums. I've got a bass guitar that I can sample up. Um, But generally, I I use samples and synths and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you, man. Or or if I, I mean, these days I go on YouTube. If I like a bit of classical music, I cut a section out. Just, you know, rip it out of the, yeah. Yeah. There's so many ways to do it now. So. Uh, uh, na, na, na. All right, my man. Yeah. Superposition is coming up. That's four minutes. We'll see y'all in four minutes. Shout out to Becky Louise. Enjoy the sample, y'all. Okay, yo, I'm about to drop it by the payload. The soothsayer with the sage lips like I spray gold. No mistake, mathematically, the case closed. Fakes, yeah, when I'm stepping up, man, I take hold. So check this age old lesson from the gray fold. Plot thickened up and shine like his day glow. Deep force from my cortex like Plato. Cool the sound troop already on my say so. You acting off like you harboring some state gold. My main mission is to maintain a great flow. I stay high, but I try to keep my race low. It's all Gravy with the flavor by 
by the plate low Listen, data here to check your pay code Just a second spike roll, you need to stay home Here's the thing, I've got the powers of the grace go Water the bones, get a tall man, I stay cold Now, can you hear me? I'm speaking quite clearly Lock tight, snapping like the jewels of an earwig It's me, Mr. Pearson, fearsome desperado Transport my cargo fresh like an avocado It's true though, this new flow hit like Frank Bruno In your hall with the candlestick like it's Pluto And he knows that we know that they know that you know that they are hoax Flexing heavy weight like a sumo Spaced out, travelling from Jupiter to Pluto Maxed out my credit card and found a legal loophole I try to bend the rules like the sides of a soup bowl Sitting in the park, yeah, yeah. Dry greens and noodles Stone cold poets so deep with the essence Questions for the wise man on reflection Lessons pushing me in brave new directions A cone killer on the mic, flow pressure testing One time for the mind's game, now expanding Please buckle up and prepare for crash landing I'm haphazard, the white rapper spit the black magic Max Savage on the real like a bad habit A lot of, a lot of, people, a lot of people would like to have style just by putting on a set of clothes But by uh, being part of a fashion on fad and again it's getting ends up just superficial demeanor you see this person who wears the clothes is the soul the spirit the body inside of the attire that's where the style comes from who would have thunk it bass drum or thump it if this is battleships and i'm a plot until i sunk it yeah. technique to funk this blaze trails with seven archangels blowing trumpets crispy on your crumpet a fine line around the north edge to the summit i grip the mic tight so i don't drop and watch it plummet and it's that real hip-hop john the don dad have done it yeah. son of sam i am i split the blunt to split the punnet uh, yeah i crack the cold so happy slap i told you actually a mac and everything i say is dope bro next time i drop i'm gonna film it on a gopro while walking around my Village spitting bars and drinking cocoa Crazy in the range, all of my friends say that I'm loco Down the yellow brick road just like Dorothy and Toto Fire breathing monster headed dragon like Komodo Got them tapping tippy toes from here to Acapulco No joke, I'm dangerous, you need to call the popo Fully qualified to step and steal a rapper's mojo I'm sanctified smooth like a Japanese kimono Rappers thinking, oh no, and I got them in that chokehold And this that old school, like when she met Sonny Bono I got the practice in and now I flex and burn the ozone King Tack, Tishin with my Gold plated phono, second verse down there. Hooks is good to go, go. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Oh. Oh, they make you loco. God damn, man. You spitting those <laughs> bars, bro. Big word up to fact. Sandy D's nuts for that super chat. 100%. But my man, that. Yeah. God damn, dude! You you be spitting those bars, man. What again, man? What what inspires that lyrical geniusery? It's for me. It's the patination of it. It's how it sound. It's how the flow trips around the beat. Like I said before, it it's how easy it sounds on the ear and sort of how well placed. If you know what I mean. So that that track just I love the beat of that. So that. That just I could write to that really easily. Yeah, man. Yeah, and that's what I I said earlier, man. Like, it you know out living out here in the states and being somewhat of a hip hop enthusiast myself, you know, if I was to categorize it, I would say you were influenced by uh, mostly East Coast rap. Okay, music. yeah. Oh um, yeah. You know, the West Coast has its own style. The the East Coast, the Southeast has its own style. Uh, it's just different yeah. styles, man. But if I was to like kind of put it in a box, I would say it's 
it res- it most closely resembles um the east coast way of things east coast yep cool yeah man it's got that it's got that wu-tang flavor you know nice. what i'm saying thank you however <laughs> i would say your voice sounds kind of like my man uh you know another mexican-american my my homie be real uh, do you know what you're not the th- you're not the first person who said that a couple of people have said that recently dude when um, i hear you man is, it, it sounds like be real when you're spitting that's a compliment that's a big compliment yeah be real is so one of them you. hip-hop pioneers as well yeah i appreciate that and you want to talk about someone that can smoke weed man yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah you ever there fuck i think it was a. Uh, be real he was doing a podcast with i can't remember if it was mike tyson man mike tyson and be real did a oh, podcast inside of a fucking like 1956 chevy yeah they did a podcast inside a 56 chevy windows rolled up smoking weed to the gills and yeah. you couldn't even see their face no, i was what <laughs> I was um I was watching Joe Rogan a while ago because I, I quite like listening to him yeah. and uh, I was I was listening to one of his things and uh, he said Be Real came on his podcast and they did the thing where he after after the show he got it got locked in a car and it just the smoke you know yeah he's he said he bro. said he, could, he couldn't handle it <laughs> when, when Be Real can outsmoke Joe Rogan like nothing, man. That's telling you so. That's why, that's why I can't remember if it was Snoop Dogg or or Mike Tyson. It was one of them infamous weed smokers themselves, and it sounds like Be Real is like the fucking heavyweight champ of weed smoke, man. He like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, for me, um, weed's a bit of a love hate relationship because I, I'll be honest, I actually um spent a couple of years growing it for 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 my own use and stuff um it's uh the the enjoyment that i got from learning how to do it just just seeing the plant grow and and being part of that and seeing it happy from start to finish you know uh, i i thoroughly enjoyed it but then it was always a double-edged sword with me because um because of the bipolar because yeah of course never get high off your own supply but i did and then i ended up back in hospital <laughs> you know i personally speaking man for myself i've never i've never really got hardcore into weed man um, yeah i tried it for my first time a couple years back i was on a i was on vacation because they you know where i worked they uh would drug test yeah and so i wanted to if i was gonna do it i had to do it like at the very beginning uh, so it'd be out of my system, you know, by the time sure, I come back. Sure, yeah, it's just not, it's not worth, yeah. Yeah, not so, worth about, I, is it? dude, I tried it, bro, I, and, you know, my sister gave me, like, some marijuana chocolate. Yeah. Uh, and I tried the, the the marijuana chocolate, took a couple of them sticks, ate them. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I didn't have the most pleasant of experiences, maybe no, because you, you probably it, it made me paranoid, bro. Like, yeah, well, it does something else. It converts when you take edibles. Yeah. It um in when it goes hits your gut, it creates some kind of enzyme. I don't know if I've got the right terminology or whatever, but it creates some kind of enzyme that makes it so much more potent and gets you high in a different way for a lot longer. So someone who doesn't smoke doesn't really want to be eating edibles straight off. Uh, it will yeah, it will make you it will make you pretty anxious, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. 
Shout out to yeah. Becky Louise. God damn it with the super chat, you generous ass, amazing person. Thank you so much. She wants us to keep going, bro. Uh, my, hey, dude, we're an hour and 15 minutes in, man. I, I know you gave me an hour. Yeah. And we even talked about maybe even 30 minutes. But what did I tell you, bro? Once you get in with Wheezy, once you yeah. get in on one of the truth podcasts, dude, one hour ain't shit, man. Yeah, when the float when the float floodgates open. What do you feel, yeah. man? You want to go another few minutes, or are you? Yeah, not? yeah. Why not? Fuck yeah. yeah, let's roll this, man. Because, oh. dude, we're we're having a good time, man. Um, yeah, dude. When I try to when I try weed, dude, it did make me somewhat, you know, paranoid, man. And yeah, and and, and, and I'm already into conspiracies, bro. So. For all those that have never tried weed, this was my experience. I'm not saying this is everyone's experience. This is just my personal experience. I yeah. tried weed chocolates, and I've already I was already into conspiracies and shit. I tried it later in life. You know, this was only a couple years yeah. ago. It was my first time trying this shit, and I'm right. already balls deep into conspiracies as it is, dude. I took a couple of the hits of them weed chocolates. <laughs> and uh, C- dude, CIA I thought work. fucking the men in black was gonna be outside my door. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's that's see, that's a psychotic episode. That's a mini psychotic episode. That's what I have. I did not a have a good experience, bro. And and to uh, be honest with you, to be honest with you, I was like, you know what? For me, at least, weed wasn't all what it was. I don't like feeling fucking paranoid that i'm gonna get no, taken down like i don't nice, like i didn't it? like that feeling so for me for me my personal the way my body reacted to it i did not want to be doing that anymore however that being said there are plenty of people that say that it's helped them for this and it's helped them for that and yeah. i am a hundred percent for people if it's helping them that yeah. I'm cool in, with it. In terms, in terms of things that come from it, like CBD as well. It's, yeah, um, man. You hear magic. about kids with certain diseases, you know, uh, genetic diseases that they, you know, yep. th- that they're Epilepsy, battling, and um, cannabis has helped them out. Why would yeah, I be I've against seen, that I've shit, seen, man? Um, well, I've seen, um, I've seen stuff on YouTube where a guy with Parkinson's who was shaking violently yeah. had some CBD and he actually cried because he just come, it just stopped the shakes. And he was such a, he's so big into the Parkinson's that. Well, that's the it, thing, man. You know, I'm, I'm Mexican American. All right. Right. My, my ancestors are the indigenous peoples of the Americas. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Weed has been smoked. Especially in in throughout South, Central, North America, weed has been smoked for millennia, bro. Yeah, religiously. Religiously. Yeah. It wasn't until the 1920s when a man by the name of Randolph Hearst came in and in an effort to mitigate his competition against big tobacco, or um, he was a tobacco grower. He didn't right. want to be competing uh, with marijuana growers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he pretty much pushed for marijuana to be illegaled um, about a hundred years ago. All right. Yeah. Well, and, Henry, and, and, Henry, what's up? Henry Ford's got um, Henry Ford yeah. um, made for you know the Ford Empire. Yeah, he was a Nazi he, sympathizer. He um, he invented. Out of hemp, so just a derivative, you know, non non psychoactive and just a material. You can turn it into hemp and create rope out of it. You can create 
bricks clothing is it's a really it's a really multifaceted plant really yeah. and he created a car made mainly of hemp um derivatives and fueled it with ethanol um so i think that the um the the sort of exhaust like the only thing that come out of the exhaust was water vapor or something like that so he created the first eco-friendly low-cost affordable vehicle and the government shut him down on that they sh they came in and they took away all his you know plans and, and details and ideas and they locked him off because it was a petrochemical company because they wanted to c continue to make money with the selling the fuel yeah, and the oil and that's so, the thing yeah. man these monopolies throughout history mm. and, and the thing is monopolies have been outlawed you know back in the day monopolies were okay you know it was okay then they made legislation to quote unquote get rid of you know break down monopolies but has it really happened or helped fuck no man it's all lip service it's all it's bullshit. these mon monopolies still exist uh, and these monopolies exist in the form of social medias i mean where's the competitor to facebook yeah exactly where's the competitor it, to youtube you got bit shoot but is that really a competitor to youtube let's be honest it's capitalism go to the root it's yeah, capitalism man, it's, all you it's can't. all these fucking monopolies and that's what happened weed was a casualty of big tobacco monopoly that's yeah, what happened and, the, and, and because big, big tobacco, tobacco did not want to compete yeah. against marijuana and even though marijuana is a million times safer than tobacco how many people die of uh, of lung cancer or or any other kind of tobacco related cancer every year Mm. you yeah. know what i'm saying and that's completely legal and yeah. i remember as a kid i don't know how it, it is in the uk or, or or how it is but i remember here in the states in the early 90s as a kid growing up you could buy cigarettes in a venting machine no id required none of that shit um, yeah you know what i'm saying and, and you're gonna yeah. tell me weed is illegal it's more harmful. Get the fuck out of here. It, that's what, that's a case what? of monopolies uh, dominating an industry and then shutting yeah. everyone else down, bro. Well, tobacco over here, because um, I've I've smoked tobacco for many years, yeah. and um, it's it's tripled in price. It's 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 so expensive now because the government have whacked so much tax on it because yeah. they say. They put the tax up on it, make it more expensive, and they actually put pictures of dead people on the packages now. Yeah, yeah. Um, people who have died from—I don't know if they do that in in America. Um, and they—they they, they uh, give you cancer warnings, like the Surgeon General. Um, yeah, we get that, but we get photographs, like oh, graphic shit. photos, like on the fucking box. Every time you remove. strike it, yeah, you see a dead box. person. Yeah, you see, you, there's, there's, yeah, you what? do. Uh, there's people who've had a lung removed, and you can see that they've got a shot of the, <laughs> the hole in the side of him. Yeah. Um, but basically, how do you feel if, about that, bro? Has he? I don't like it. You see, I, 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 I don't like um, the fact if they don't like it that much, don't sell it. Make it illegal. Do you know what I mean? But don't whack pictures of dead people on the packages, because that's subliminally that can't be good for anyone. Who is who's got a pack out in their house, knocking about, or you know, a smoker, and there's just a photograph of a dead person on a pack just knocking about your house. It can't be good, good. Uh, See, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. I guess when it comes to drugs, man, like 
It's weird. It's to me, it's not one of those black and white issues. It's not. It's not set in stone. Um, there are certain drugs, especially if we're talking about organic drugs, you know, like marijuana. Like I told yeah. you, man, marijuana had been smoked by my Native American ancestors for millennia. Mm. And for an invading culture to come in and say, you know what? Who gives a fuck if you've been smoking this shit for thousands of years because it interferes with big tobacco? We're going to shut yeah. it down? Yeah. That doesn't sound right to me. That sounds no, like complete I'm a, horseshit. I'm a definite believer that all drugs, all drugs should be legalized and regulated. So the, the, the nasty ones like heroin and that. Man, yeah. heroin, yeah. Even, even cocaine in its chemical form. Legalize it and make sure that you've got your eye on the ball with who's falling off. It, it could be like know. Darwin, you know, the survival of the fittest. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? But... Yeah. You know, it's tricky, man. It, it it really is tricky because I have seen people, man. I, I live out here in Florida, man, and, and you know, you you work. I work in, the, you know, near a greater metropolis area, metropolitan area. Yeah. And I've seen people walk the streets talking to themselves, obviously oh, yeah. under some kind of chemical yeah. Um, influence. I don't know if they just sniffed paint or glue or yeah, they're on meth. But something, yeah, something's going on with these people, man. And, oh, yeah. Uh, but that's what I mean by legalizing and regulating. So if you legalize it, you open it up to be scrutinized. What's closely. going on in Amsterdam? Aren't they doing a similar thing where they even provide clean needles for you and shit like that? Yeah, they do all that, yeah. And um, I think all the countries that have decriminalized drugs and regulated them more closely have dropped in crime and all sorts of stuff dramatically it seems to work but they won't do it they won't do it over here it's yeah. too uh, it's too entrenched yeah man it it's tricky man and and that's the thing man where it's just a a constant battle with with big brother the government man like there's a role for them, you know. I'm not. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know what the answer to a lot of these questions is. I do bring up a lot of questions that I think about, but I don't know necessarily what the right answer to this or that is, you know, because yeah, well, I don't, so you don't need the answer to to discuss the question, do you? So it's quite it's yeah, good yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, yeah. that that's the thing, man. When you have questions, you debate it. And then uh, see what kind of solutions are. The problem is, as humans, man, we it's just natural where mm. you can have two individuals look at the same exact image, thing, topic, whatever the fuck it may be. Mm. Look at it. You put them in different rooms. And then you ask them what their conclusion, what, what their opinion is on whatever yeah. they're presented with. And you will come up with... It's quite possible that you come up with two different translations to that Completely issue. Completely different descriptions of the yeah, same. Yeah, man. And, and, and it kind of yeah. goes back to that UK uh, freedom of speech thing where we were talking, you know, we were talking like within reason, saying something within reason. Mm. The problem with that shit is who is the arbiter of yeah. what is within reason and, and what is not? And, well, that's and, the whole point. 
it's 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 called a democracy because it is that the the definition of the term means I think uh, you you discuss and find the best option between you you know yeah, um, but it's it's not like that it's it's called a democracy but it's more it's it's a it's a lot more totalitarian than that <laughs> I think dude that's what I had I don't know if you saw I put a video uh, on malicious communications with my boy BH apparently he was talking shit online. And it was considered a big boo-boo what he said or done, whatever. Okay. And they had a saying. Did you see that on my on my channel? Um, no, not yet. Yeah, look for it. Um, it was one of my latest uploads. It's called Mal- Malicious Communications. Okay. And, and I, I put, I was speaking with him. He asked me to come on the show, and he gave me permission to use the audio on my, on my channel. And then I put images of his arrest uh, on the video. I saw a clip. I did briefly see a clip of that. Yeah, yeah man, it's it's, it's malicious communication. But in essence, a SWAT team had to come to his house because That's... he had been talking shit online. And right. you know what I said in that clip was, you got someone like Maria Clark. Shout out to Maria Clark if she's out there. But Maria Clark is a professional uh, pedo, you know, pedophile huntress. Right. She does stings on these. Nasty, sick motherfuckers. Yeah. And she makes sure that she decoys. And she makes sure these motherfuckers get locked up for their fucking crimes. For real malicious communications. And yet, you had a SWAT team of dudes show show up to his house for malicious communications. When you got... Tons of people throughout the UK, and not it, I'm not saying this only happens in the UK. It damn well happens everywhere around the world because it is a multi-billion industry, unfortunately to say. But where is these SWAT teams for these people doing serious, real, genuine malicious communications? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're going to fucking bust someone's fucking house door for talking shit online when they should be... Arresting it's every all, single um, one of these fucking creeps that wonky, that it's go not, through the internet. It makes zero fucking sense, man. Anyone applauding yeah. malicious communications for talking shit online can suck my chicken skin balls. Third time <laughs> I've said it, and I will re- keep on <laughs> saying it. You are I'll cut, full of shit I'll for cut, believing that. I'll cut that out and sample it and put a beat to it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I um, wasn't trying to... Yeah. I, I, dude, I just speak out of my heart, man. And Yeah. That's the only way I know how to speak, man. I'm I not. Think, um, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Well, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> what that guy said it, uh, it was truly. Uh, it was an offense <laughs> to uh, the human nature and psyche, and uh, and therefore I will not agree with such a meaning and manner and it was made out of a terrible eloquence of human nature i'm not gonna play that fucking shit bro i'm just gonna fucking do mm. my thing man and that's how i do it if you yeah, like it man up. come into the fold if you don't like it fuck you i don't give a fuck man yeah yeah I that's one of the to... reasons this is one of the reasons i think i think rap and hip-hop is one of the and music itself is one of the the last places where you can actually say exactly what you mean and what you want with with less regulation, because it's in term in for, in an art form, 
and presented differently, you can you can say you can still there's still more freedom in 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 speech in music than there is in everyday life. Yeah, I think I might be wrong. Interesting times, bro. Interesting times that we are currently living in. Um, obviously, we got the current situation going in, and unfortunately, again, because censorship shit, I, you know, I can't be at liberty. I would love to fucking take a deep dive into the current situation on this platform, yeah. but unfortunately, I can't, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? But it's interesting what's going on worldwide, man. Uh, you know, we did do a little bit of a of your personal struggles and whatnot um when when did this whole thing transpire and and what you mean the bipolar and yeah man when, when did yeah, you get let um, out well that that we getting back to to that first time i got sectioned so i was i was in london all that stuff was going on um smoked too much psychosis combined with the different lifestyle and i went through the roof and I ended up getting carted back in an ambulance with two police security guards because this is the thing that this is the thing I don't like. Bipolar um, type one is classed as um, a highly, highly, um, uh, uh, oh, what would you call it? A, a high mental disability, and they attach uh, because there are some people out there. Mainly, it's it's like bipolar type one is sort of on par with schizophrenia but bipolar is off and on so bouts of normality and and being you know coherent and then you may unlucky if you're unlucky go into a, a an episode and then it's a it's a, a psychotic episode so you know you're not you're not acting right you you you've lost the plot basically um and uh, yeah, I, it was very scary. Man. I didn't know where, why I was in the ambulance. I didn't know why there was two police guards. Because that's what I don't like about it is that the police and the that's uh, doctor surgeries and police and stuff take it very seriously. So if if there's um, someone reports someone with bipolar and says, oh, that you know, I'm worried this this guy's shouting and stuff like that, and he's got bipolar. The minute they say he's got bipolar they class it as an emergency and and that the guy might be dangerous because there are dangerous people who have the same conditions you know um and uh so there's a bit of a there's a bit of a stigma and, and an attachment to it that i don't like um but yeah and then i got carted back in this ambulance from london to northampton put in uh, to st crispin's hospital in northampton and this is back when hospitals were old school and this place was dingy and yeah. uh, it was a it was a scary experience because when you're not well like that, the last place you really want to be put is in a plate is in a room full of people who are, are sick or sicker than you, because yeah. you're all paranoid, you're all tripping out and stuff, and you're just going to make each other worse. And I saw some I saw some sort of horrific horrific stuff when I was when I was um, sectioned for the first time. And Dude, I was paint really that Ill. image, man. I, I'm getting an image of a fucking dark ass cellar smelling like armpits and fucking they they still do it to this day but it was it was back in the day where they were doing electrotherapy on people still quite quite a lot so there was actually a a basement in the building where they used to 
strap people up and give them electrotherapy, yeah. you know, shocks through the head and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I saw a few a few unwell people do a few really upsetting things to themselves, like physically harm themselves and stuff like that. And that just made me worse, not better. You know what I mean? It so just... w for this bipolar man, are you? Are you required um, to take medication, or are you encouraged I, to take I am, medication? Yeah, I'm required to have it. I I can take. I was taking pills for it that I was required to take, but I had to go to the doctor's surgery to get them to myself, and uh, I go through bouts where I'm I'm against the drugs they give me, and then sometimes I'm like, oh, they might be helping a bit, but I wasn't collecting my pills, and so they said, right, you need to go on the injection, so I get an injection once a month, um, and I've looked at it, it's called aripiprazole, or abilify, abilify is its other name in, in pharmaceutical terms, and uh, I, I looked it up online, and I didn't like what I was reading about it, to be honest, but on, this, on the other side of the coin is I... I have the injection once a month. It doesn't seem to have too many side effects, um, so too many bad side effects for me physically or anything you, like that. You got the injection? Yeah, I have to. I have to do it. If if there's, I've got no choice. They yeah, don't, man. They don't. Yeah. So I've got a mental health CPN, which is like a, an associated care worker for me. Um, and sometimes I don't like it because I've got to go once a month have my injection and then they've got to ask me what I've been doing and how I am and what, you know, and sometimes I feel I'm not in the mood to speak personally about myself, you know. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm not in the mood to have this stuff injected into me, you know. No, man, but, um, and, and, you know, I'm sorry to cut you <laughs> off, but I, I truly right. appreciate you coming onto my show and, and talking about this. That's you know, cool. in case there's people out there in your same situation, they can kind of relate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that's the most important thing, man. Because if you would have told me I don't want to talk about this or I don't, you know, whatever, I would have yeah. completely respected that, man. Because, you know, yeah, this see. is your experience, man. And I'm not trying to trying to put no, that shit on blast. I've got, but I've got no worries in talking about it. I think if it, if it does open, if it does help. Um, other people who, who might have a yeah, mental man, illness. Yeah, man, have, have people relate condition. to that, bro. Well, that's the other thing I don't like. I call it a mental illness, you see there, but I think it's a condition, not an illness. I don't like the word illness because it makes what, it sound... What's the differentiate... Like, what, how do you differentiate... Me? And I, I'm just asking because I'm completely ignorant, bro. I'm going to admit it. Sorry. I'm ignorant when it comes to that shit. So bipolar type 1 is supposed to be the most acute um, version of the condition... Of bipolar which is intermittent bouts of breakdown psychotic episode what you want to call it then there's the level above that is the schizophrenic and the schizophrenic is basically gone and they're not coming back you know they're not well and then they're not going to get better i mean i think that there are schizophrenics out there on medication that that managed to curb it a bit but they're a schizophrenic is the most acute version of the mental health condition that you can get really um, yeah, so I'm so bipolar is is less severe, can be. It's it's in some people it's it's a lot worse than it is in others, but yeah, I've in sort of every four years for the last since I first got sectioned in nineteen, whatever it was, um, uh, twenty years ago or eighteen years ago, um, probably I've been sectioned again or gone in voluntarily 
when the doctors have said, we think you're unwell, will you come to hospital voluntarily? If you go in voluntarily, you're not held there against your will. And after a little bit of assessment, and if you get better quickly, you'll get released. If you're sectioned, it, it's against your will. You're going whether you like it or not. God damn. Um, yeah. And the last Fuck time that, I was, bro. The last time I was sectioned was last year. Um, and uh, it was pretty, pretty freaky because they came to my door, bashed on the door. This is the people from a private mental hospital that the doctors had sent through. Mm. Um, and uh, there was a squad, there was like a, a pickup truck and four four big guys and they basically and and the police as well the police came to the door and and came pushed pushed their way in the house and said slapped a section order on the table and said you basically pack your bag you're coming with us um god and, damn dude yeah. fuck that shit bro i mean don't get me wrong it's i wasn't well and i was i was saying a lot of, i know um, but I, I guess i got mixed feelings on that shit man because all right you're admitting you weren't well yeah but I'm not. No, but what I'm about never, like not... someone like Brian Harvey, man? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah the do. dude is the dude is fine. They've been fucking with him for the longest fucking time, and, and they're bashing his fucking. They're making shit up to fuck with him. I, yeah. I guess that's where. I don't know, bro. I, I'm not cool with that shit. I'm not cool with that no. shit. No, I just, uh, had, had yeah. you, were you hurting people up until this point? No, I've never been violent in my life. I've never raised a finger against anyone. Um, and you, do really. you, how do you feel about the medic? I guess I'm trying to understand, man. I'm not. Maybe I need to calm my shit down. Uh, That's cool. This is firing me up, bro. The, so you weren't hurting anyone. In your opinion, I was shouting and stressing, and I, I've, I'm well, quite. What got uh, it called on you, bro? Huh? Did did a what? certain incident get it? Uh, you know, unleash the shit on you? Um, no, this this was um, sort of a bit of a random one. I, nothing, I can't think of anything specific that triggered it, um, but uh, definitely changed in my personality. I guess what I'm I'll asking just... is, did neighbors snitch on you? Did, do you feel someone snitched on you, or or what happened exactly? Um, well, it's because I see the the mental health people um, once a month. Okay, for my injection. It's a slow build-up to a to a psychosis. So um, you might start saying things that don't sound right, and and I th I think I was saying things the, for my last injection before they sectioned me, and they weren't you know resonating properly with the doctors, and they were like, no, he's not right. And actually, I got called into um, the mental health place for an interview um, because they they thought i was unwell they rang my parents as well they they um they speak to my parents i gave them permission in the end because they were going to do it anyway but um they they spoke to my parents my parents said they noticed a difference and they thought i was unwell and uh, you get called into to the the place for an interview and they're basically assessing whether they want to section you or not sort of thing right there and then and when he said to me um okay i think you need to get get sectioned i just knew what it involved which is being carted off for months and being in a horrible place and i i lost my temper and shouted and, and left the building basically and um came home and then a couple of days later that must have been when when the the psychiatrist called the uh um the the hospital and said this guy needs to come in 
And then there was a knock on the door a few days later. So, yeah, it's a slow build-up. And people do... I mean, it affect, it affected my fiance because I, I changed in personality and I was being... I was angry and I'm not an angry person. So my temper goes up. But like I say, I've never been violent at yeah. all. But um, I definitely changed and I was definitely... Uh, even Roscoe P, your ever listener, my friend... Um, Big shout-out to did, Roscoe P. Definitely the he, <laughs> He went through it with me because I was sending him all sorts of random stuff, and he was like, he 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 went, he went through the bill, man. Yeah, no, he's a, yeah. He, he, I love the man, man. Um, he's great. I, you know, before before I go any forward, big shout out to the Mel's of one hundred percent love. She says Weezy love the stream and chat and the music tonight. Sending love to and light to you and Data Hoax. Stay safe. Be blessed, everyone. 100% Demelza, thank you, and likewise, nice. much love to you, young lady. Um, yeah, no, man, fucking Ross, Ross is a G, man, he, yeah. he's a good soul, he's a good dude, yeah. and I feel honored, I know he feels honored to be on my team, motherfucker, I feel the same, I feel, I feel honored that he is on my team, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the feeling is mutual, he's a good dude, man, and, uh, you know, he did connect us. He's He was the one that connected me to Maria Clark. So much love. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard about the hot mic incident, but we get, no. I, me and Chancer get talked shit about our hot mic incident. And what never gets to be brought up is how much love we gave to Ross in the hot mic. <laughs> right, when the mic was left on. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, people love to focus on the negative shit. But for whatever reason, Ross never gets brought up during the hot mic. And Ross <laughs> Ross got nothing but love in the hot mic. But for whatever reason, <laughs> never gets brought up. Yeah. Uh, it's hilarious how shit works, man. But much yeah. love to my boy Ross. And I, I feel honored and privileged to have him on the on the mod squad, man. He's a all around good dude. He is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let, let's let's do another song, man. What Okay. Um what we got left? I think there's only one left in there. Uh, let's see. We played Blue and Yellow. We played Checkup. Yeah. We played Superposition, Super Order yeah, of so the Earth. Got... And give me that. We haven't played Give Me That. So give we me got that. One more That's jam. the last one on the bill. Hell yeah. Let's fucking jam that shit. All right. You ready? Cool. Yeah. All right, y'all. This is called Give Me That. Pay attention to the lyrical genius that is Data Hoax. Here we go. I'm preaching from the fifth psalm, the King Kong Microphone checker up on the ping pong Early bird will catch the word first to make a sing song Big bombs, when I hit gongs up with the swing arm And flick back to telephony rapper, just remain calm 25 until the best of the day gone Telescopic frequencies with gamma radiation like napalm Word is mad explosive, call me A-bomb Psychops, super villain powers and a K-bomb Pill up. 
bring the cold skills huh. Sitting at the table like it's yeah. Brexit Shouting no deal We'll set rails Spinning in a vortex like wet whales We're set deals On many of the teams up with these fetch rails The threat will anticipate the next move for met drills A live and let die We'll switch up into yeah. live and let kill But yet still Jet and shit five up on the next thrill um, I'm about to draw a bomb Because I get ill To be fair dude My flow's say ridiculous Official G-Rap Got me a certificate Bomb voyage Swagger magnificent Crush mics yeah. under yeah. the pressure yeah. When I be gripping them Give me dabs Give me me dabs Give me Give me dabs Give me dabs Give me That's what I'm talking about. Data hoax. Definitely in the motherfucking house, y'all. That was called Gimme That. Go to datahoax.com. Where else can the can the people find you, my man? Uh where else can they find me? There's fact there's a Facebook, Instagram. I'm on I'm on Twitter, but I don't muck about with Twitter too much because um I don't know. Just doesn't I just don't gel with it that I'm, well. But, yeah, uh, I'm the same way, bro. I got hundred and twenty something followers on Twitter, but I don't yeah. even fuck with that shit. I don't know how to use it, bro. No, I don't. I don't, I I don't know the right out. way to tweet. I don't know yeah, how to use it. that shit, bro. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't really. Um, I need to get my head around it because I've got an album I'm preparing to sort of release, and uh, on on all the platforms, Amazon Music, Apple Music, and and everywhere. And uh, to promote it, I'll need to learn a bit more about how to use twitter properly so i need to have a lesson or something i think yeah man anything i can find but, um, out dude, i'm gonna hook you up man thank you so much yeah. for my beats man uh dude let, let's see man do you do you got a few more minutes do you want to get yeah, close to wrapping it up minutes. i don't know dude i don't want to overstep your toes bro the one you know? thing i did want to say about um bipolar and the mental illness is yeah. if um if someone was to say um basically i wouldn't change it I wouldn't if I had a chance to relive without bipolar I'd still keep it because I've it's made me a stronger person because when you um become mentally ill and you really lose your mind it it's a scary place and it it takes a long time to recover to remember who who you, who you are like the essence of who you are when you've lost when you've lost that and you're in just in the terror dome of 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 craziness um and when you fight to remember who you were and are you become stronger because it's almost like you've re-imprinted you know your your nature and who you what you're all about so it's made me stronger the fact that the fact that every now and again my brain goes see you later and and i i lose that essence of myself i i'm sort of proud that i'm always a fighter to come back and you know bring it back and say, no, this is Johnny P. I know who I am. And it definitely makes me a stronger person. Yeah, man. One, 100%, bro. Like I can't thank you enough for, for talking about that dude, mental illness or no whatever. Problem. What was the preferred way that you would, if you could rename it, what would you name it? Uh, I'll just call it, um, uh, a, a psychological, a mental condition, a mental a condition. condition. Yeah. It's a condition because everything's a condition. The human nature, you know, human condition. And uh, rather than call it an illness, it's just it's just my condition. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's the way you were wired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And yeah, and and that's the thing I think some people don't understand. You know, uh, you can't help the way you are wired. Um, no, we need to learn to accept each other for that. Yeah. Uh, rather than feeling that we are better than this person because we are on this team, we are on yeah. that side or this. It's all intertwined, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and exactly. rather than cast judgment, yeah. let's understand each other. Exactly. We don't have to agree with each other. Let's understand each other. Let's try to find some common ground and uh, and get along as the human species that we are, man. We only have yeah. one planet. We only have one life, in my opinion. And there's no need for this shit, man. Because when we start fighting amongst each other, that's when we have wars. Whether it's over religious reasons, over ideological re- uh, reasons. Yeah. Over life, teams. Life sure. Even teams, man. How many times have you seen fucking people kill each other over a fucking team? A sports team. Yeah. It's yeah. a fucking joke, bro. And, and we need to understand each other. We need to get better at understanding res- each other. Yeah, man. we need to respect each other. One hundred percent, bro. And, and, and that doesn't mean you can't disagree. I disagree with a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, but I'm not gonna try to say that that they need to be canceled or or wish them ill will or death over that no. shit. No, you can no, learn from an, you can learn from an alternative point of view, even if you if you think it's not not for you. You know, what right, I mean? man. The thing is, putting yourself. What I try to do, man, as I, as I get older, I try to put myself in the other person's shoes. If someone yeah. has beef with me, ever since I was little, man, whenever someone didn't like me, when I was a little kid, it did affect me, man. Like, I wanted everyone to, to like me. And yeah. I would try my best, man. Even when I got the feeling someone didn't like me, I wanted that person to like me. I wanted, sure. you know, don't fuck. I'm a good dude, man. Fucking, I wanted to do that. And as yeah. I got older, I said, you know what? I At the end of the day, you can't make every single fucking person happy, man. No, uh, there's going to be people that don't like you no matter what the fuck you do. And guess what? That is okay. There is nothing wrong with that. And now that I'm older, I understand that, man. I understand people is going to find me annoying. I understand that shit, and it's fine. It's all good, man. Um, at the end of the day, we still got to respect each other, man. You know what I'm saying? I think that's point number one. If if everyone had was built, it was built in just to have respect for the other person, to treat them with respect whether they like them or not. That would solve you a know? lot of the world's problems, bro. Um, yeah. Recognizing that as individuals, as humans... We are all going to have shit that's different, man. I mean, yeah. you take two individuals that, let's say, that they agreed on 95% of those things. Uh, on, on most issues, you know, on, on every issue. If you took a form, a questionnaire, if you will, and you had two individuals, and you asked them this question and that question, Maybe they agreed 90, 95% of the time, but maybe that 5% is such a big issue that yeah. would blind one person against the other person and say, fuck you, 
I'm against you. You are my enemy now. Even though they agreed on 95% of every other thing. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And the, I don't know if I'm getting it out as well because I'm, I'm a little buzzing and, and having a great conversation with my <laughs> boy, datahoax.com. But what I'm trying to say is we have to recognize that I can't stress that enough. I've been trying to stress that in my last few shows, man. So if I sound like a broken record, I don't give a fuck because I think it's important. Just because we disagree on one thing, and it may be a huge issue. It may indeed be a huge issue. You can't let that blind you. No. It, instead, you may, instead, of going, instead of going against that person, you're going to have to agree to disagree. Yeah, that's you all know, you got to do, man. You just it, have an agreement. It, yeah. It's so pathetic when people, you know, I talked about some Looney Tunes. Some of these, and I don't want to disrespect for anyone with mental conditions, man. Um, no, you when when no, I mean all... Looney Tunes, I mean people with no life. People that... <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of throwing a shot at, at someone in particular, and I don't want to say their fucking name, but I have this person that, that, that is hell-bent on, on taking this channel down, bro. And they made a video the other day, and I screenshotted it, that video. I don't even think this person has caught on. But they were screen recording with their phone, their computer screen. Right. And I screenshotted it perfectly. And this, I had been accusing this person of having several YouTube accounts, making conversations against me. And, shit. <coughs> and when I hit that screenshot, you could see eight... Eight YouTube tabs open on their computer screen. <coughs> right. <laughs> Multiple personalities. <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. Uh, to me, that's a fucking Looney Tune, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I would well, have no about. fucking problems with the fucking... The people knocking on that motherfucking door. And maybe once the address is figured out, maybe that's what's going to happen with this person. See, this is a real dangerous person, man. Spreading disinformation, doing real fucked up shit. Right. You, on the other hand, man, it sounds like you were just chilling, bro. But yeah, I just um, yeah, just the the it, it, what oh, I think it's you know you got your subconscious and your dream state when you're when you're going into sleep and stuff like that, and you got your you, you know the 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 full thing. REM? Are you talking about REM? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm more more trying to just describe. You got you got the two types of thought going on. You got your conscious um, in the room. I'm talking and I'm coherent, and then you got your subconscious, which is working around in the background, bringing things up that you didn't know were going to be brought up. You know, and I think when um, I think this condition, and it's only me who, who, who thinks who sort of worked this out for myself, is that the subconscious flips around and takes priority over the conscious mind. So it's the subconscious is where you can have random dreams and um, conjure up any ideas that your your mind could you know it's it's the dream it's the dream world and I do think that that's what bipolar and schizophrenia and stuff is I think that the the two the two parts of the brain the conscious and the subconscious are flipped round and the subconscious is taking priority. That's so fascinating, and, bro. Yeah, and so and so that that's why you can go in and start to believe wild ideas and come up with 
uh, strange thoughts and 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 behaviour is is because the two the two um, the main drivers of your mind are, have uh, magnetically shifted like the poles. That that you know, I had a job a, a while back, man, a few years back, where I was working alongside people with various physical conditions and mental conditions man yeah and before i had this job my world outlook on folks like these was a certain way and it was probably because of the way i had seen that particular facet of the real world in a certain segment you know through media and whatnot yeah and once I started working with some of these folks, man, it changed my outlook on people sure. in general, man. I'm not just talking about people with, with mental conditions. I'm talking about people in general. Yeah, uh, the whole scope. It, it changed it completely, man. Um, you know, I, I did have a, a nephew. I do. He's still alive and kicking, man. Um, he was born way. He was the size of outstretch your palm of your hand right now. Yeah, outstretch your palm of your hand. He was born at 25 weeks, and he was the size of a fully outstretched palm of your hand. Right. Um, you know, the doctors even told my sister, "You need to have an abortion." My sister said, "Fuck that! I'm gonna give birth to this kid." Yeah. And, and he's still, you know, he's he's a big kid, large kid. He, you can only imagine if he would have been full term, he probably would have been a giant <laughs> yeah, yeah. because he was born premature and he's freaking gigantic as it is. Uh, and, uh, yeah. but he was born with half of his brain missing. And when he was in the, in the womb, the doctor saw that. And my sister said, I don't give a fuck. That's my son. And I'm going to give birth to him. And, you know, he, if you don't know him and you just see this amazing human being, you might think, oh, this kid's in his. I, I'm not saying this is how I see it. I'm just saying, you know, people that are oh, ignorant. The way other people might perceive Yeah, they're going to yeah. perceive, oh, what a dumbass, retard, you know, kid. Yeah. To me, he is my nephew, and I love that kid to death. And he yeah. is amazing. The If people only knew that he was missing half of his brain. Sure. You know, he is, I don't believe in no supernatural powers myself, but if, if, if miracles do exist, he would be considered a miracle. He fought against yeah. all the fucking odds, is missing half of his brain, and he can walk when he was told he, could, he would never walk. He, yeah. he can communicate and talk, not perfectly by any means. He expresses his emotions. He knows when he's pissed. He knows when he's happy. You know what I'm saying? He's living, yeah. He's living. Yeah. He is not just a body. Yeah. You know, being held up. I, I don't get, know how yeah. to explain it, man, but I get, I yeah. get passionate it's, about that shit. And and then when I worked with folks, that had already primed me up to working with people with uh mental you know, conditions and whatnot. Mm. I, I think I've said this in the past, but I had one person 
that I remember her um, vividly. I, I work with this person and people that never met this person, you know, ig- out of ignorance. I don't think out of malicious intent necessarily, but people that would have seen this person would probably call her a vegetable. Right. Because she was laying in a bed and just looked like she had the same look to the untrained eye looked like she had the same look on her face yeah and she couldn't move it 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 would appear to the untrained eye she had no emotion and so people would have called her a veg veg vegetable yeah i'm not trying to be rude or demeaning i'm just saying how people that are ignorant to this would perceive this person to be i worked with this person for several months and every time i dealt with this person i would show her respect i would talk to her and this is powerful man i would talk to her even though in my stupid ignorant mind i even thought of her as a vegetable but right no one was around i wasn't trying to show off her it was just me and her and i go i go how are you uh so and so Hope you had a great day, so and so. And I wish I would give this person love, bro. And some of yeah. my other, some of my other uh, workmates would not do. Would probably, I would say, most of them did not treat give her the same respect. I'm not saying I'm better than them. No, I'm not no, saying that. Really. What I'm saying is that's just how I do shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and I yeah. can't get down on them, but I'm sure most people that dealt with her just. Oh, here we go. Just another day at the job, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, so vegetable and that's it. But yeah, I would talk to her. Dude, after a couple of months working with her, bro, I I remember vividly, dude. I, I fucking took tears to this, bro. But uh, I said, what's up? And she smiled at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she showed you that she was listening and, and she was there. Oh. And, uh, that changed my 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 outlook. Sure. Like that. Yeah. No. That's um. She was rough. That would would have been a powerful thing as well. And I, I haven't talked about that with too many people. But uh, yeah. Yeah. It's um. It's, it's the way that everyone should behave that way. The way you behave with her, really. We're all humans, bro. Yeah, and, and, and life, life, life is even short though I don't believe well, in a higher power, even though that's not my thing, man. I still have value for human life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And this person was special to me, and she made me look at people with mental conditions, and even my my little nephew, my little hero, made me look at people differently, and not get stuck in that backwards ass thinking that oh well that's just a retard oh well well, that's just a vegetable nah man it changed my mind and and great learning experiences for me as an individual you know to learn to understand that that people are special you know yeah i don't know that's shit. Sorry, man. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's uh, that's interesting. That's very interesting, man. And um, 
you're definitely right. And uh, the other thing that I've noticed as I get older is that life is really short. You know, it might feel like you're in stuck in a long day sometimes if you're at work or something, but then a few weeks go by and, and you might hear something on the news uh, about something that happened in the past that you remember. And it was like three years ago. And you're thinking, how did three years pass from then to now? And I'm sure by the end of it, when we're all on our deathbeds, we'll go, that was a bit quick. Yeah, and man. there's not really, we haven't got the time not to, to, to understand and to try harder, you know, and to be more respectful. It's, um, you want to, you want to, when you're on your deathbed and you're taking your last breath, last breath, you want to be content that you did your best. That's 100% and, and if you go around bad-mouthing and not thinking and, you know, um, being negative towards other people and causing other people pain and, and unnecessarily and stuff like that, you are not going to be in that position when it's your time to go. Something inside you is going to make you feel, you know, uneasy. And that's probably not a good state to pass away in, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's my, my, my thing of it is 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 I wanna I wanna take my last breath and go I tried my hardest and you know I didn't do anyone any wrong that's, as far as I'm that that's my thing man like you know a lot of the people that follow me already know this I, I am not a person that believes in a higher power uh, you know I've got my own reasons and maybe down the line I'll, I'll go into it a little bit more yeah but that being said. I value this life because in my head, this is the only one we have. This is the only shot. And because I don't believe in an afterlife, I believe yeah. that the purpose of life is to leave a great legacy, man. You know what I'm saying? When to I'm be gone. Remembered, to be remembered in the minds 100%, of other people. 100%, bro. To me, yeah. that's that's what it's all about, man. I want I want my kids, my grandkids, if I get to see them. I want them to say, you know what, my dad was a badass. You yeah. know, my my dad was a badass firefighter. My, my dad was a badass dad. Uh, you know, I want my friends to remember me as a badass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had one of my my fire homies about a year ago took his own life. Right. And that shit was rough, bro. That that shit was hella rough. And when you lose a friend that you were close to and they take their own life and you know social media is so so uh so deceptive this guy looked happy sure this yeah. guy looked yeah. you would have have never thought when the news came out it it, it was devastating it was shocking because right. if i would have gone through all his social media he looked happy as fuck, and he took his own life. And what that did in me was, I said, I need to, I need to tell my friends that I love them. Because uh -huh. you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. You never know what, what, what this is going to do or that's going to do. And again, I don't believe in, in any supernatural stuff. This is just the way I look at it, man. There's no yeah. guarantee in any of this. So I try to make the best with the with the tools that I have at the moment I try to uh -huh. maximize it as it's my last chance and my only chance to do this 
and I try not to dwell on 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 a lot of the negativity, man. There's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of jokers out there. But that's not what it's all about, man. At the end of the day, you know, at least that's how I view it. I could be wrong, but yeah, this life is short, K- and I gotta like maximize K- it. Like KRS One says, if you don't like what you're reading, read a different book. So it basically, if you um, if you don't like what you're hearing from someone, or you don't like the way they're acting, go somewhere else, speak to someone else. You know what I mean? Don't don't take issue and confront it and. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Don't don't focus on it. You can you can take yourself away from that situation and reapply yourself somewhere else, and you'll be more constructive. Yeah, no, man. It's life is a fascinating. It's a roller coaster, bro. And I, I know is. you you are somewhat of a lyrical genius. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know what I'm saying, but that I, I'm sure you yourself being a lyrical genius, you you got to look. It's it's an art form. And you constantly got to make these uh, comparisons, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a never-ending learning process as well because there's always yeah. new bits of kit coming out that you've got to learn. And um, y- Yeah, and uh, I like that. I, like, I don't want to stop learning, and I'm glad that I've got an avenue to do it, a creative avenue to do it in. 100% bro no your your talent is is unmatched that I, I I try to give you love when I can man because I, I truly <laughs> I truly appreciate it bro it's dude your fucking your beat making music you know abilities your uh your your fucking bars that you be spitting uh that shit is fire man and and I, I recognize it that. man I recognize it and so that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to have you on the show man I wanted to um I got a little channel, but I want to try to try to give you as much of a spotlight as I could, you know, uh, as you know, if I can help in any way, you know. Yeah, you have. That's good. That's really good of you. I really I do appreciate it. Um, there was um, like I said, I've been I've been do, I've been making music almost every day for 20 years. And there were times where I thought, oh, what's the point? No one's listening. Um but then I realised that that's not the way to do it. You you make music because you enjoy making music, Yo. and then anything anything that comes from it after that, if you get any interest, is is only a positive, you know. Um, but yeah, def- I see these. I see a lot of people starting off in music because they want to make it in some way. They want a, a record deal. They want to be big, or whatever. But that's that's falling at the first hurdle because really. You know, it's art. Make it because you love making it. You like hearing it. You, you Everything like will it. fall into place, bro. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I certainly, I certainly wouldn't have carried on for this long if I didn't really enjoy it. One hundred percent, bro. One hundred percent. That, I mean, twenty years. You put in that work, bro, and and, and you've been steady long with it. Um, you know, like a lot of people think that I just came onto the scene myself. Uh, just in October, out of nowhere, I go no. I I did my first podcast over two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, I was just inspired by it. I've I've always loved to talk and and talk shit. I always love to <laughs> learn. I lo- love to learn. You know, and and share my insights. I love to debate. I love to debate. Yep. Um, you know, especially if someone's got a different opinion with me, I love to debate. I don't put up yeah. with the bullshit. 
if someone's been a confirmed bullshitter, I don't want to fucking deal with that. Fuck that shit. I don't got time for that. I want yeah. I want room for debate with serious people. I yeah. I don't got time for fucking dealing with bullshitters. Um and you know, when I first started doing this shit, no one was listening, but I kept at it because it was a passion of mine. And and like you just said, dude, you just keep hammering away, hammering away. Eventually, your hard work will pay for itself. That's it. Time, time and effort. You put exactly, if you keep on man. Going, you can't just hit it hard for the first few weeks, the first no. year or two years, and expect big things to fucking happen. Shit takes time, yeah. bro. You don't yeah, just put that, a seed in the ground, and fifteen minutes later you got a fucking uh, a fucking giant orchard. You know what I'm saying? No, you gotta plant the fucking in. seeds. You gotta sow the the ground, till the ground. You gotta water it, fertilizer it, uh, take care of that field, and eventually it's gonna be fruitful. Sooner or later, if you've put that level of effort in and you've maintained it, it will work out 100%. for you in some way. And that goes yeah. to everyone doing anything, man. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It doesn't have to be uh, hip hop. It could be anything, man. You put the fucking work into it. You will eventually see the fruits of thy labor. Exactly. 100%, man. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, well, shit, man. We went over uh, two and a half hours. I'm going to put this on Spotify. <laughs> drop your um, drop your links. And uh, I will definitely uh, put out your uh, your contact information. Nice one. Thank you. Contact information. Datahoax.com is probably the easiest way to contact you. You also have it your is, YouTube yeah, channel. It's got, all, it's, it's got links to all the tracks and email and, and contact and everything, so it's probably the best place, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, 100%, bro. Um, my man, Data Hoax. Give my man Datahoax.com. Pay him a visit. Hit him with some subscribers. Uh, on his YouTube, hit him up on his website. He's got fire ass music. Oh, you know what? Before we go, dude, I saw you had something where you were gonna make a new beat every week. Yeah. What's that about, bro? Well, I've um, I've just got some gotten into video editing um, with some software, and I thought I, I was a bit slow at learning it. I knew things. I'm cool with music because I've been doing it for so long. I'm, I'm on the roll with it, but. Um, learning a completely new software and stuff like that, I'm a little bit slow. And I thought if I push myself to put a new video out every week, I'm going to have to learn all the effects and processes for the video editing a lot quicker. And it started to work like that. You know, sometimes I've, I feel a little bit pressured by it. Um, like, oh, you know, I've got to memorize these words and film this from this angle. And But it's definitely... Um, spurred me on to learning more quickly rather than sort of dragging things out or maybe losing interest so yeah um still going to try and uh, the way it's working out at the moment this is probably going to be every two weeks my little uh, facebook video and youtube release but um it's uh because simply because of the fact because i've got to memorize a whole track and new one that i've written and you know get the video sorted and it's it's a little bit of a push for once every week but yeah i'm going to keep on keep on trying to keep that up because um yeah i'm getting older now i need to learn things faster <laughs> <laughs> no that's awesome bro so where can people um where can people find that 
Uh, yeah, so those regular videos uh, will be on YouTube and my Facebook data YouTube. So hit, hit my man up with a YouTube follow if you want to hear his exquisite work. And he is from the UK, man. If you guys are from the UK, you got to hit your... Your hometown hero right here. Come on now. <laughs> um, I'm not from the UK, but I love this shit. So if you are from the UK, um, you know, what? What? I, I don't follow the Bible. I don't believe in the Bible. But one of the things, one of the cool quotes is in it is that that really resonates. And it's a true, true quote is that a, a preacher is never welcome in his homeland. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's yeah. that's a strong ass fucking statement. And I remember that from when I used to be religious. So meaning that for whatever reason, someone. Oh, a prophet is never welcome in his homeland or some shit like that. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and, and for whatever reason, when someone is from our own place, our own stomping grounds, we never seem to acknowledge the talent and amazingness. So if you're from the UK, give what's up to my man, Data Hoax, especially I ain't from the UK, and I can appreciate his his magic and lyrical talent and and musical uh, genius, one hundred percent. So hit your man up, um, datahoax.com uh, is where you can find him. Uh, YouTube channel is in the description right now. Hit that link up, soundcloud.com at or forward slash datahoaxuk, and then on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash datahoax dot uk dot hip hop uh definitely hit my man up my man it was a pleasure i'm gonna leave everyone with your conspiracy jam uh, i'm gonna play cool. that that's gonna be our outro beat uh um, oh, thank you my man everyone in the live chat throw my man some motherfucking simpsons hands <laughs> y'all if you guys enjoyed this show tonight uh, i want to have some more shows uh fearing some lyrical guests uh tomorrow night it's going to be a late one in the UK, but tomorrow night I have Danielo Bolelli, a world-respected historian. He's been on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, three times, I think. He's been on Joe Rogan several times. He's a certified badass historian. He will join me tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Miami time, and I think it is midnight UK time. So all you fucking night owls, all you people smoking weed at 1 in the morning, hit me up. <laughs> Tune in. Come come ready with your Simpsons hands. Uh, anything else, my man? No, I think that's we've covered. Uh, you fucking killed it, dude. This was an amazing <laughs> podcast, bro. Amazing podcast. Share this podcast with your hip-hop enthusiast homies. Thank y'all for coming oh, out. I'm going to leave you with the order of the earth. Anything else, my man? Just thank you very much for the opportunity. Bro, thank you for stopping by. This shit was fire. I knew it was going to be fire. And it turned out to be fucking fire, man. 100%, brother. Nice. That's what I like to hear. Cool. Fuck yeah, bro. My man, cool. much love. Yeah, same to you. All right, brother. Speak again. Hell Bye. yeah, 100%. All right, man. All right, y'all. Have a good night. And here is Order of the Earth by datahoax.com. Hit them up. All right, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. It's the order of the earth. Yo, yo, check, check. It's the order of the earth. 
Revelation, the feathers of a peacock, yeah. fallen angels from the Bible, scriptures of Enoch, DNA, uh. blueprint of the flower in the seed pod, essences of life and the promise to a free God, pastels and pictures, yeah. positivity and addictions, level 23 science fiction, newfound traditions of fake news that flood social media to cause friction, yet you still listen, CERN physicists hunting for the Higgs boson, tribes that yeah. have prophesied planets yeah. like the Dogon, alien huh. invasions, ghost ghouls and muons, synthetic Pesticide food that you chew on Opals and hematite Carbon-based life form Calculations of a non-prime 754 Fixtures and fittings Photographs and apertures Mind games Evil cult leaders and massacres People on the detox People on their soapbox Preachers at the pulpit Parrots in the treetops of the Cyclops, snakehead Medusas, artificially intelligent cybercomputers, transducers, kryptonite from Lex Luthor, decipher messages in code from the future, poetry in motion, poppies and opium, orphans in group homes, nobody could cope with them, animals in cages with onlookers poking them, messages in bottles with no one to open them, small amounts of cash distributed out per capita, old man sitting in the corner with a catheter, supermassive black holes, binary spectacular, souls all could Tame within a body just a passenger Megalithic, prehistoric, the catastrophic, the catatonic The rapper's mad on it, the supersonic The jogger drinking probiotic, the prefrontal cortex Vision and the optics, the synaptic, the cybernetic The didactic, the famous footballer trying to score a hat-trick The boom-bastic, yo, the amateur dramatics The crisis of the ocean brim full of plastic The left and the right wing, the greens and the center The ebb and the flow, the pupil and the mentor The end of the birth the lens and its curve The first rendition of a trend as it served yeah. Ashes to ashes and dust back to dirt This is the essence of the order of the earth